Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking Man from New York. Happy Thanksgiving 2020. I'm recording this Thanksgiving morning in a very rainy, uh, dreary New York City. Uh, the sun is not even out yet, or if it is, it's hiding. But happy Thanksgiving to you, or wherever you may be listening uh, to this. So, of course, this is uh, a very interesting Thanksgiving because of everything uh, that is happening uh, in the country and, and just in general, from politics to, of course, the pandemic. Uh, many people are celebrating in ways they didn't celebrate before. Some people are still having their traditional uh, holiday family gatherings. Hopefully everything will work out. They will be okay. And Thanksgiving is a holiday I think, I mean, it's probably the most popular of this particular season because a lot of people, I mean, Christmas is very popular, of course, but some people just don't celebrate Christmas because of the religious origins or just because they don't want to buy gifts for people. And, you know, there's Hanukkah, but only people who are observant in Judaism usually celebrate Hanukkah, even though when I was a kid, I tried to convince my mom that we should celebrate Hanukkah too, because we were Christians, and since Jesus was Jewish, we should also celebrate Hanukkah, it was basically me trying to get more gifts, so that that did not work out, but still, Thanksgiving has this sort of universal appeal to it, right, because you basically, you gather around and you eat food, so, I mean, most people love that. But this year is a little different for many people, uh, as you know, people are, are are navigating these uncharted waters that we are living in. At least for us, maybe charted. I don't know what people were doing for Thanksgiving during the Spanish flu uh, pandemic. Or I don't know, but probably similar. Actually, there were calls for people to not have Thanksgiving dinners or have gatherings back then. I saw like an old newspaper report about it. So you know. History, like this, what is the saying? History uh, doesn't uh, just doesn't repeat itself. It often rhymes, right? So we are back in that situation. So it was here in New York. Uh, some interesting news a couple of days ago it was announced that the International Emmy Awards was going to be giving Governor Andrew Cuomo an award for his press conferences uh, during uh, the COVID nineteen crisis, which is still going on, but at the height. Or right at the very beginning, uh, Andrew Cuomo's press conferences, let's be honest, became sort of must-see TV, especially people who were looking for leadership and for uh, things going on. And look, I, I will say this: yes, Andrew Cuomo was very effective uh, as far as communicating. Uh, but one thing that I will say about Andrew Cuomo and his counterpart, Mayor Bill de Blasio, is that they go on and on and on and on. Like, their press conferences never end. I don't know if they're trying to lull the coronavirus into sleep or something, but just tell us what we need to know and just go. Like, maybe that's just me. I just feel like they just, it's a little long-winded, these press conferences and briefings that they give. So I was saying Andrew Cuomo was going to receive an International Emmy Award. Now, I had the privilege many, many years ago of actually working at the International Emmy Award Ceremony. It was here in New York City at the uh, Hilton Hotel, which is, is, is like 
it's still the Hilton Hotel, but it's like another name to it, which I'm thinking of right now. But I got to work there, sort of like a uh, as for as far as the event production, uh, sort of helping out. I got to help manage like the the red carpet. I got to help, you know escort press uh, uh, to the, like the area where they can take pictures of of the ceremony. So that was a pretty cool event. And uh, it actually was Thanksgiving week. It was like two days before Thanksgiving that I was actually at this event working. And I remember many of the like out of town performers for the Thanksgiving Day Parade were actually staying at the hotel. A lot of you know the high school band and cheerleaders who were from, they all seem to be from like Iowa, Ohio. I don't know. If that's the only places that have cheerleaders and bands, but. But anyway, so there's like all these like cheerleaders are like in the hallway practicing their routine. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And I remember working the red carpet at one point, like trying to help keep it in order and making sure like everything was going correctly. And this was my first real like interaction with the paparazzi. And I was, it was very, it was very stressful. It was very, uh, now I know why so many people, so many celebrities, like, get really mad and angry. I remember, like, growing up, you hear stories, like, about Sean Penn, like, punching the photographer. Now I got it. Because it was, it's, there's one particular dude that really got on my nerves. Kept trying to jump over the line and jump on the carpet. And it was, but I finally got, like, and I love photography. Like, but still, it was like, come on, guys. And, you know, it was... But it was it was a cool event just to see, you know, like I say, it was International Emmy Awards. So uh, a lot of people there were like, you know, internet TV stars from and journalists from uh, Spain or Germany, other places, programs and people who I didn't really know. See, but there were some people here from the United States, people who were well known who were there. Uh, one of those people was Lorraine Bracco, who many people know from Goodfellas and The Sopranos. And uh, she actually has a, a pretty interesting show on uh, HGTV. Uh, I think it's called My Big Fat Italian Adventure, where she's renovating, like, an old house in Italy. You you know, they, a lot of these old villages in Italy have these programs where you can, like, buy an old house, a centuries-old house for, like, a dollar if you agree, like, to invest money to fix it up. So I would check that out. If you're into HGTV, uh, which... It's sort of like my tonic to tough times, especially House Hunters International. Because I always, I love watching people like really get focused on like room for entertaining when they're moving to a foreign country where they don't know anyone yet. But yeah, that's kind of my thing. So anyway, back to the National Emmys. Uh, it was just sort of a, a, a cool atmosphere and cool event. And like I say, it was a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So New York, usually during the holiday season, just has that extra energy. New York is always sort of driving and pulsating. But around the holiday season, it's just kicked up to a, a another notch. Which, of course, is not really happening this year uh, because of, of everything that's happening. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is still going on, but in a sort of a very changed format. And uh, I also worked a gig at the Thanksgiving Day Parade one year. Which was not my, which was not fun at all. It was super, super cold. And I was working for like a marketing company, handing out 
uh, I forgot what we were handing out, something. But we were handing out something, and it was really cold. And I remember, like, someone, one of the supervisors was like, you gave an extra thing to someone. You're only supposed to give, like, one per person. They're like, you, you're only supposed to give one thing. That's unacceptable. So I was like, you know what? Why am I here on Thanksgiving in the cold? It's not coming down my nose. And, you know, I'm... I'm it's windy, the balloons look like they're in distress. Why am I here? So I like left. I was like, you know what, this is you know. Was that unprofessional? Yes. Uh was I grateful to go home and eat some candy yams and stuff and hell yes. So it kinda worked out in in that manner. So what you know, as we are uh moving through these different things, I saw my you know, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Now, as a kid that's such a cool thing, right? You get up early in the morning, you watch the parade, you see your favorite characters, and you, the, the sights and, you know, the smells of the food being cooked if you're home, or maybe you're going to get dressed and go to someone else's house. And I, always, I mentioned this in the podcast, I, don't, I think almost every year since I've had the podcast. Now, before I was born, my family actually uh, at one point lived, like, right on the, like, near the parade route. So they didn't have to actually go anywhere. They could just look out the window. So every freaking year as a kid, I got to hear these stories about, oh, remember you used to look at the parade and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't remember because I wasn't born yet. Like, and it, you know, really, torture, psychological torture to to do that to a kid. It still makes me very upset. Like, And still today, it's like they always bring it up, my mom and sister. Yeah, remember in the parade and the balloons right by the window? Like, no, I don't know. I wasn't there. Stop it. So, uh, and also another thing you would do on Thanksgiving, certain movies would come on. Like, I don't know, I think nationally, but maybe just here in New York, March of the Wooden Soldiers, uh, the Laurel and Hardy uh, movie, which is really cool as a kid. You get up early in the morning. Uh, you watch that and you have fun. Now, some people are unable to go visit their family or their friends. So maybe they have a small gathering where some people call Friendsgiving, right? You know, or maybe some people, some people are just very lonely. And some people just, you know, it, it, because it would be different this year because of so many restrictions, so many different places. Uh, some people, in normal years, they will go to, like, a diner maybe and have whatever whatever they call turkey that they might have thrown mixed up back there. Or maybe even like a fast food restaurant. I remember uh, remember when I was a kid, someone I knew, like even though they had a big Thanksgiving dinner at their house, like for some, like they would go to like a fast food restaurant. They go to like McDonald's like every Thanksgiving morning for a huge breakfast, which made no sense to me because I'm like, you're going to eat a whole bunch of food in the afternoon or the evening. Why do you need to go to make, like, a fast food restaurant and eat, like, a big breakfast? Like, I guess maybe they're training for the meal earlier. Uh, but I that was, thought that was always very uh, interesting. Now, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed it, where you, where you're living at. I noticed the supermarkets, because of the Thanksgiving, the way it's been impacted, uh, not a lot of displays of what's actually, like, you know, usually there's, like, the big setup of what's on sale for Thanksgiving. So I've noticed the markets I've been to and haven't really had that this year. And, and like, usually you go to the supermarket and there's always a couple of guys who, 
their wives like sent them to the supermarket to get some ingredients and like they've got like a little piece of paper and they can't they don't know what it is they're like trying to figure out what time is or sage or something because they're wandering around this year i didn't really see too many people wandering around lost so maybe a lot of people were you know keeping it really small and keeping it really sort of uh, low-key of everything that's happening now we had some uh we had some turkeys partying at the White House uh, early this week. No, 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 not that turkey. But we did have two turkeys. And, I don't know, it's such a weird tradition. Like, it's not, I mean, it's not, it doesn't hurt anyone, I guess. But it just seems like, I don't know, maybe we could think of something else. It seems like we could, this is America, we could think of something a little bit more entertaining. Or at least maybe they could create like a reality show of like six weeks before of like following the turkeys around i don't know it's just it, it just seems kind of like boring now or you know or maybe they shouldn't pardon like maybe they should like shouldn't pardon the turkeys on Thanksgiving. that would be really something interesting and you think about it this year would have been the year something really crazy would have happened at the turkey pardoning ceremony as the you know the news 2020 has been wild and so much has happened and for many people you may find it hard to be thankful because whatever you may have endured sickness job loss uh, financial distress uh, some people they might be more thankful than they've ever been before because of what they had to go through or what they witnessed or seen other people go through so this is this is I think will be a Thanksgiving that we won't forget, hopefully. And but I won't forget, I hope the lessons that we learn about being appreciative and being grateful because yes, uh gathering with people you love and great meals, all those things are great. Uh but what really is important is the things that we are grateful for that can happen any day, all year round, right? We can always be in a state of gratitude uh, for our loved ones, for if we have food on our table, if we have shelter, and also be mindful of those who do not uh, have those things uh, on this, uh, you know, not only this holiday, but uh, throughout most days of the year. So, I think that's about it for me. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. Glenn with two ends, Price Man with two ends. Also, if you want to email me, uh, podcast at manglenn.com. You see that in all the things for the, the, the you know details of the podcast. Have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. <laughs>